Kelsey. You may have noticed that we have new music. Thanks to our sibling, Cole, who wrote and recorded the intro and outro music. You can find Cole's music on Bandcamp. It's c.brickhell, and their information will also be in the show notes. That's c.brickhell. So go take a listen. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Welcome to Wild for Wildflowers, a podcast about wildflowers. I am your host, Kelsey, and I'm here today with my sister and your co-host, Tanea. How are you doing today, (laughs) Tanea? This evening, I mean. Oh, just peachy. Peachy. As usual. Yes, we're always so happy. (laughs) And you... Just happy, dappy, dappy. So today, we're going to talk about a wildflower called harebell. Yes. Harebell? Harebell. Never heard of that. Yes, you have. Have I seen it? It's spelled H-A-R-E, not H-A-I-R. Just so you know. Like the rabbit? Yes. This, you know, I know you know this flower because... Oh, uh, I just saw one the other day. There's still one hanging out. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I want to, that's what we're going to talk about, about how this flower blooms for so long. Yeah, there was just one Um, lonely one. They're so cute. Um, Yeah, so I've had this, the harebell on the flower list of ones I wanted to cover since the beginning because I see them all the time. Um, And they're like, they're everywhere. They're really common. They're really pretty. Um... But I just have been putting it off because I'm like, I don't really know. It's not like there's nothing like spectacular about it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just figured we might as well do it. Yeah. So this one might be a little short, but um, we'll, we'll get into it. So this flower belongs to the genus Campanula, which is part of the bellflower family, which is called yeah. Campanulaceae. Campanulaceae. Um, the bellflower family has... 84 genera so or like which is just another word for genus um that's a lot 2400 species what so it's it's relatively big yeah it's a pretty big family um maybe they should split it up a little bit yeah i know right i think there's probably somebody working on that right now getting some of those bellflowers out of the bellflower family I'd like to get paid family. to do that. All you have to do is get a PhD. <laughs> and then get paid, like, nothing right. after that. $12 um, an hour. $12 yeah. an hour, yeah. So many of these have been used or cultivated to be used as garden ornamentals. So a lot of them are, like, garden plants. Like, we, yeah. If you go they to are a greenhouse... Pretty. Yeah, if you go to a greenhouse and look in the perennial section, they probably have some type of bellflower there that you could find. But yeah, so I think they're very pretty also. But Campanula alone has over 400 species, so that's a lot. Um, Jeez, please. Yeah, include, and including perennial herbs, annuals, and biennials. Um, so they're not all perennials. Some of them are annuals and some of them are biennials, which just means that they bloom the second year. And then they don't return after okay. that. So they're not an, an annual is only one year. And a biennial means they it takes two years for it to bloom. And then it will like. So they don't bloom for two years. 
Like it takes two years for them to mature and to bloom. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So the first year they're like, they're just growing. Okay. Up. Right. Um, like just foliage and, and and their root system is getting bigger and then they die back and then they come back the next year and bloom and okay. then, di- then the whole plant dies <clears throat> for the most part not all of them are exactly like that but that's usually what it means okay um when you say biennial yeah i didn't know what that meant for a long time and then i just thought that it meant it only was alive for two years and that it didn't i didn't know about the blooming part but yeah. Okay. So, harebell is often called bluebell, which is found around the world in the northern hemisphere, but most often it's associated with Scotland. Scotland. Scotland Yard. Harebell is also known as bellflower, ladies' thimble, witch's thimble. Heat Ooh, bells. witch's thimble. Yeah, From this is spooky a- season. Spooky plant. We're going to talk about the witches in a bit, so hold on to your butts. Fairy's thimble and dead man's bells and Scottish bluebell. So most of the time, like, usually when I was Googling it or whatever, it always says, like, Scottish bluebell. I did not know that it was Scottish, but that's pretty cool. I guess they're all over Scotland. Wow. That's pretty sweet. But then we just have a really short Latin lesson. Campanula means little bell in Latin, hence the common name. I think it should be called little bell instead. Yeah, I like that. Because bluebell is like, is such a common, it's a common name for so many different flowers. Right. Like the bluebells, but they're not, but they're not in the same genus at all. You know, it's just weird. Um, Or whatever, they're not the same plant at all. So I like saying harebell, just because then you know what you're talking about. And it's a cool name, I think. But there's many different species of harebell, and it's actually quite common of a plant, as I said at the beginning. It's hard to distinguish between species because they all look very similar. So there's a lot... I see... uh, I've seen, like, garden plant campanula around my neighborhood, and I never really know exactly what speed like which one it is right because there there's a lot of variation but that but it's just like very slightly so you really have to like study the plant to figure out what what species it actually is but harebell you can you can tell and we'll get into what it so let's talk about what it looks like the stem is ascending to erect so straight up and down or slightly leaning and the stems contain a milky juice which i did not know that yum yeah, yummy. Who's thirsty? Standing to a wreck with a milky juice. Standing. <laughs> I wish you could see your face. <laughs> That's a funny face. The stems are very long and narrow. Long and narrow. Okay. Erect milky juice. Now you know <laughs> what their stems are like. The leaves are basal, long, petulate, which just means that they have a leaf stalk. So it comes from, like, you know, here's the stem, and then there's a little stalk that comes out, and then the leaf starts. And they're 5 to 25 millimeters long, which means nothing to me. They're not that big. They're, <laughs> they're like, kind of small. Usually withered and weakly dentate. So that just means, dentate means sharp spreading rather than, like, coarse teeth standing okay. out from the margin. So they're just, like, a little bit of a... 
a little bit of a of a lie, a little curvy. Uh, right. Um, instead of totally straight. And then the stem leaves, so those are the basal leaves. The stem leaves are linear and sessile, 1 to 20, 1 to 20, 1 to 7 centimeters long. Do you know what sessile means? Because I did not. No. It means fixed in one place. So the stems on the leaves are just like connected straight to the stem and they don't, they're not like floppy or moving around or anything. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I haven't really looked at I haven't really looked at this flower up close. Like really? I haven't looked I haven't looked at its leaves up close, I guess. You know, like I mean huh. I've seen them a million times, so I don't know exactly what they look right. like off the top of my head. Which is sad. I should know that. I should spend more time looking at the the harebells. I'll do that next time I see one. And the inflorescence, so how the flowers are arranged, um, it's a terminal flu few flowered racine. That's hard to say. Few flowered. Basically, it goes up on the stem and then at the end there's one or two or sometimes three different flowers coming out. Pretty much. Okay. Um, from and they're not all in a one clump, so the racine part means like there's they're really cl- they're close together, but um not all from the same exact stem. Right. It's just, it's kind of like a loose, they just kind of hang there. Like bells, actually. Like, they're not, they're facing down, but... Right. How would you describe them? They're just... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, isn't there a name for that? Like, I mean, where they're drooping down when the flower... I can't remember what the what it is. Oh, isn't it just... Nodding, nodding? yes. Like, nodding to sweep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're tired. They're a little sleepy, like me. Okay, so the flower is bluish violet, lavender, purple to white. So it can, it you know, it varies. Um, some of them are much more like a blue purple, and some of them are way more lavender. I think I have seen, actually, this summer I did see some that did look quite blue. But usually when I see them, I think they look pretty much like lavender. They're very light purple. Sometimes yeah. white. I have seen that like really faded yeah, out I have to white too. before. Yeah. So the Corolla, which is the collection of all the petals, is Companulate. So which is the name that means bell shaped. So all of that's actually so Campanulaceae, Campanula, and then there's Campanulate, which all describe it as being right. bell shaped. So they're bell shaped with five petals fused to a tube with five lobes so the whole thing it looks like it's all it's basically starts if you're looking from the where it connects to the right stem, right if you're like looking down on it it looks like just one yeah. petal and then it starts to yep. spread out and then there's five different lobes so it's pretty cool it's it's a little, it's a little mm-hmm. cup, um that like flares or out. a little fairy cup for them to drink water out of. Yeah, the fairy bells. Yeah, totally. A little cup to drink up. The style is nearly as long as the petals with three stigma at the tip. Mm-hmm. So that's just the internal parts. Yeah. Um, and the seed is a capsule. This flower, I just, oh, I just want to, every book or every article I read is like, it, this flower looks very delicate, but it's actually a very tough perennial. And... It's so true, because it looks like it, 
can hardly stand right. up on yeah. cone, almost like the the stem. Yeah, is it's so like so small, skinny, and it just looks like yeah, it just looks so dainty, yeah. and like the the flowers look like really delicate too, and they're very like thin. The petals are, but it's super tough. Like it blooms from June to September, or maybe even October, because you said you saw some, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's still some blooming here too. Because there hasn't been, like, a really hard frost. Even after that, yeah, will probably keep blooming. So that's one thing I really like about them. I You see them almost when all the other wildflowers are gone. It's yep. Like there's harebells still. But, yeah, so their habitat is grasslands, meadows, open forests, cliffs, exposed slopes, ridges, dry or sandy, gravelly soil at pretty much all elevations. So it's, it's very versatile. It does need some sunlight quite a bit of sunlight it doesn't grow a lot in the shade but yeah it can literally grow on cliffs sides like in between the crevices because it's just super tough which is cool and then you can find it in montana i mean it's pretty much all over the united states but this particular one can be found in california texas down, all the way down to Mexico, Iowa, and Pennsylvania. Have random. Okay. It is random. So, a little info. I just have a little information about the harebell as a garden plant. So, I got this information from the USDA.gov website, which has a bunch of good articles about specific flowers on it. But, so bees primarily pollinate harebells, although it is capable of self fertilization. So it doesn't actually need a pollinator to fertilize. It can do that itself, which is really cool. And Haribo's seeds are extremely small, but they can be collected for propagation and then sown directly in the soil in the spring. Wow. So you can collect the seeds and then just put it in your garden in the spring. Clumps of Haribo's can also be divided in either spring or fall. So they start to like clump together and then you can divide them. Okay. Um, and it's an easy garden plant to grow and adds color all season long. Yeah, it's pretty not it's not very picky and um it will yeah, it'll bloom and bloom and bloom. Um I I think it's beautiful. But and I've seen it in people's gardens before. Um this exact one, the uh Campanula rotundifolia. I don't think I even said that. I don't think you did. I don't think I've said that at all. So this is part of the genus Campanula, and the species is Rotundifolia. So this species I have seen in gardens before that I've, like, landscaped and, um, like, done, like, fall cleanup and stuff, and it's very, it can spread, it spreads, like, pretty easily. So, like, pretty much the whole garden had, like, some harebells in it. But since they're so delicate and small, like, doesn't really matter right, if yeah. they're there. You know, it's kind of like a yeah. nice weed. But I went in, like, trying to um, weed grass out of the harebells. Impossible, is, like, yeah. Because they look just yeah. like the grass blades. And they're so, so it's like you have tiny. to, like, follow yeah. each. I, I ended up ripping out so many harebells, but it, you know, it doesn't really matter, though. Yeah. They're still going to, they're going to keep growing back. But, yeah, it's it's very hard to weed. I will tell you that. Okay, so now is um, flower facts, flower facts. Flower facts. So first, we are going to talk about common name lore, because I was curious about the origin of the name Harebell, yeah. 
And I've this is what I found. The common name of Harabel alludes to the folk beliefs that it either grew in places frequented by hair. Okay. Or that witches use juices squeezed from this flower, the milky uh, yeah. sap, to transform themselves into hairs. So it either comes from the witches. Oh, like they did spells. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't say that, but I guess you know more about Did you, I just listened to the two-parter of all, witchology on ologies, so I know all about witches. I was just going to ask you if you listened to that because I have it in my downloads, but I haven't listened. It's to it very yet. interesting where uh, the thing of witches writing broomsticks comes from. It's very interesting. Oh, I'm just going to say that. I, I was. Yeah, that's a good teaser teaser. So I'll have to start it. So they either harebells like have a lot of hairs around them like actual like bunny rabbits running around <laughs> or oh i never even looked up i wonder what the i don't know what the difference between a hair and a rabbit are hairs are much bigger. i'll google it right that. now but i don't know much else but yeah so the witches would squeeze that milky sap and then transform themselves into a hair and then they hide in the hair belt wow so that is that's crazy, crazy. That is spooky. 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 Okay, hairs are distinguished. They're just larger. Larger size, longer ears, longer hind legs. Yes! I knew so They it. also tend to live alone or in pairs in above-ground nests, whereas rabbits often live together in groups of up to 20 in underground tunnels known as warrens. Oh. So rabbits live underground yep. in a big community, and hares live above-ground. Hares are, like, yeah. solitary and... They're all, yeah, they're always, like, by themselves. Rabbits are a lot cuter than hares. Okay, so then that's all, like, that's literally all the information I found about um, where the name comes from. It was, like, two sentences. But then I have some other flower facts. So it's called heath bells because these flowers often grow in the same habitat as heaths. What are heaths? Which is just, heaths are just, like, a fl- uh, family of flowering oh, shrubs. Okay. There's, like... A whole bunch of different kinds. Um, I'll have to. I'll point them out next time we're hiking together. There's some that grow up like super high up mountain lakes that you, I'm sure you've seen before. They have like pink flowers. Okay. Anyway, but I guess they grow a lot with heaths. So and then um, the Navajo used to rub harebells on their bodies to ward off witches. So they were used. By witches? And to ward off um, witches. And to huh. ward off witches. Okay. So, Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. 50% of the world's harebells are found in the UK. Really? 50%. Wow. So that's probably why, you know, it's like Scottish bluebells. Right. Um, because there's, there's like tons wow. of them there. Harebell is, also, is mentioned in Shakespeare as well as Emily Dickinson. So people were talking about harebells a long time ago. Um, Shakespeare calls it, there's some poem. Is it a poem? I don't know which one because I don't, I didn't look it up because I don't care. But he quotes it, the Azurd Harebell. But then he, they spell it, Shakespeare spells it H-A-R-E dash bell. So... Azurd is just Azur is like a. How do you even say that? I don't even know how to say it. 
Do you know how to say az- Azar? It's like your Azure. 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 Yeah, like A-Z-H-R. Azure. Azure. So basically you just like yeah. mumble it. It's just Azure. 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 Shakespeare quotes it as Azure. Azure. Which is just like, I didn't know that that was the color or anything at all until like... <laughs> And Azur Harebell. I can't do the accent. I'm bad at accents. Okay, so he, that's like a sky blue color. I looked up Oh, the color, I thought it was I don't think they're darker not, they're not. for some reason. Well, this is what it said. It says it's described as sky blue, but it does look darker to me. I don't know, but I just don't think that the hairballs look that color. I think they look way more purple. Um, well, everyone views color there. differently. It's yeah, between it. oh, cyan. Yeah. How do you say that? Cyan, cyan, I think cyan, cyan and blue yeah. on the spectrum of visible light. Oh. It is often described okay. as the color of the sky on a clear day. See, I haven't really. No, I think it looks. No, it's though. they're definitely more purple. So they're Shakespeare's like color blind. So Shakespeare is like so weird. It's definitely not. Yeah, it's definitely not <laughs> a sky blue. Somebody told him that they were blue, and he's like, sure, they're probably this color. He just said it to try to sound cool. Um, He liked the word. (laughs) Two more flower facts. The Haida Haida Indians of the Pacific Northwest called them blue rain flowers, and it was thought that picking them would cause it to rain. Oh, that's cute. cute, I like that. Yeah. Blue rain flowers. Cool. Yeah, I think that's better than Harebell. I like Witch's Thimble. Witch's Thimble is a good name, yeah. In Europe, the leaves are sometimes eaten raw in salad, and the plant is thought to have minor medicinal quality. Minor, as in, let's rub it on us to keep the witches away? Minor medicinal qualities such as... as such as a witch's skin. repellent. <laughs> such as wi- harebell, also known as witch's repellent. And blue rainflowers. That's funny. Yeah, that's literally all I got on that guy. Cool. Well, that's the harebell, um, and I'm glad, I'm glad that we got a cover. Yeah, me too, because I always see like- them. Yeah, they're they're just everywhere, and it's kind of one thing that you know I didn't think about it that much. Um, but they're they're a cute, cool little flower, and I think someday if I had a flower garden, I definitely have some harebells in there. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're a nice little flower. So thank you for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, you can email us at what you can email us. Wild for Wildflowers Pod at Gmail. You can follow us at Wild for Wildflowers Pod, where I post pictures of each flower we do. Yeah, each you really gotta follow us on Instagram, and then look at the pictures uh, while you listen or before you listen. Yes. Um, <laughs> And don't forget to get outside and smell the wildflowers.